Today marks 17 days since the Khoisan Six returned to the Union buildings from Port Elizabeth requesting an audience with the President Sil Ramaphosa. The Khoisan and their descendants, so or classified coloreds, are demanding recognition of their culture and language. They are willing to wait as long as it takes to meet the president in order for their memorandum of demands to be addressed. On the line, we are joined by the chief, uh, Chief Khoisan SA. A very good morning to you, Chief, and welcome. Good morning, Elvis. Now, good morning, listeners. First and foremost, Chief, last year this time you were at the Union Buildings in Pretoria and now you are back again. What happened to those demands that were delivered to the then Deputy President Silver Maposa last year? Well, uh, the demands that was given last year to the Deputy then and now President was that they did not come back to us on all those issues. So, so if they didn't come back to you, give us a brief overview of, of, the, of the demands itself and why they are so important and vital for the Khoisan and their descendants. Um, the, the demands that was put on the memorandum, it's, it's very important to us as a nation as it covers and deals with the core issues that is important to us as people. It talks about First Nation status. It talks about self-governance of our people under international law. The second one is it talks about the language, which is a key factor of a nation. It identifies, language identifies who they are. Our language is not official, but yet it's on the code of arms. The third point is it talks about the land. It is very precious to us. It was taken from us, and now the government instead of rectifying the injustice done to us, they are expropriating land without the consent of the rightful owners, us. Mm -hmm. What do you expect? And we want it back. Yes. And the fourth one, Elvis, is that the fourth one is it talks about our identity that was taken from us. A person without an identity struggles to fit in society. They struggle to move forward. Identity is who we are. And we are Aboriginal first people, but still we are called coloreds. We want our identity back. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you expect the president or the government to do with your demands? The president or the government must do justice to the Aboriginal First Nation people by implementing the demands that have been brought forward to them now for years. The president or the government must make it law, make it official as my people have been suffered too long. And if you do not get any satisfaction from your sitting protest at the Union buildings, what next for the Khoisan and its descendants? If we do not get the satisfaction, we will not move from the Union building until our demands are implicated. We will then also lobby support from the United Nations to put pressure on this government. We will also plan actions across the country, forcing government to listen to the Aboriginal First Nation people. And if government still don't do the right thing, we will take back what is rightfully ours, even if it means the threat done by King Zwalatini will become a reality. We want our identity back, and we want our land back. Does that include violence then, Chief, in order to attain and to make sure that your demands are met? 
what you must know is that when the Kings Valentini made a threat to this government about the land KwaZulu Natal, which is also the land of the Khoisan people, the threat that was made was taken serious by this government because now at this moment all those lands are in a trust run by the by the king himself. Chief. Uh, so you are going to sit out and make sure that the president do meet you and uh, make sure that the demands are listened to. Yes. All right. We will make sure. That was Chief Khoisan SA. Joining us now on the line is social commentator and Khoisan activist, Dr. Leonard Martin. A very good morning to you, doctor. What do you think good, is the... Good morning, Albert, and good morning to your listeners. What do you think is the historical context of, uh, first, the camping uh, of the Khoisan Six at the Union Buildings and the long walk to freedom from Port Elizabeth to Pretoria? Well, first of all, we have to understand that the Khoisan, after many centuries, are once again on the march, uh, peacefully, Uh, to petition uh, the development of a critical dialogue. Uh, Another important thing, Aldous, is that the Khoisan are recentering themselves in the history of this country. It's a historic occasion. These marches are not to be trifled with, not to be trivialized. They are actually reopening a critical dialogue peacefully with the South African state. And I think it's very important to understand that significance in relation to the march. A critical dialogue, but the president has not met them as yet. So why do you think, then, is this show of defiance important for the descendants of the Koyansan? Well, first of all, uh, what we're seeing uh, in relation to the conduct of the president, with all due respect, is what can be called uh, cognitive inflexibility, the pretense that you are not hearing. The Khoisan are very much visible right in front of the colonial union buildings, uh, and are actually putting themselves back center stage in relation to the agenda on land, on culture, language, but more importantly, the significance to be a living factor in relation to South African history. Doctor, will the sitting protests sway the president or even the government to listen to the demands of the Khoisan and their descendants for their culture and their language to be recognized, as well as looking at First Nation status, which is the Aboriginal status of the Khoisan? Well, what is very important for the, the Khoisan to understand is that even if you pretend not to be hearing, the agenda has been reset, and that's the historical moment in South Africa now. Anybody who pretends that the significance is not understood is fooling themselves. The key issue of land, Aboriginal First Nation status, is not something that you can ignore or uh, reduce to status of being mute. These are key issues at the very heart of the identity of what is now called South Africa. Why is this perhaps a political hot potato for the current government? Well, we have had a culture of denial since the conquest of uh, the Khoisan, remember, uh, uh, we have been reduced to subhuman status. Those without voice, those who imposed themselves, also reintroduced uh, 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 an identity that stretches right back into Asia. This identity was called colored, and it was a, a, an identity of conquest. To undo that demands a critical dialogue, a review, a self-reflection in terms of of this country called South Africa.
What now for the Koi and San? Because they are still waiting. It, we are almost very close to Christmas like we were last year when the uh, Koi San 4 at that point in time was waiting for the president to accept their demands. Well, the Koi San holds a moral high ground at this stage in the entire history of colonization in South Africa. You cannot ignore an Aboriginal people who petition to have their land back. And I think we should not pretend that this is not of a major uh, significance in the history of South Africa. We have to undo denialism, and we have to undo the pretense that the Aboriginal people do not exist. Doctor, I thank you so much for your time and joining us. Uh, that was uh, Dr. Leonard Martin uh, talking to us about the Khoisan Six still sitting at the Union Buildings. Uh, Dr. Leonard Martin is a social commentator as well as a Khoisan activist.